Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. And today we take up a nation that is not only divided, but perhaps irreparably so. We have a government, a federal government, that tells us they want to protect us, you and me, the citizens from disinformation. Yes, there's that word again, disinformation. But what we've learned over the past number of years is that our federal government is lying to us in the name of protecting us from disinformation. In fact, our government, our politicians and bureaucrats, the deep state, well, they're the greatest source of disinformation in all of America. Aimed straight at us, our government lying to us, it seems, nonstop. The federal government has been lying to us, of course, in all sorts of ways for a very long time. And no, it didn't start with the JFK assassination, although that was a big one. No, it goes all the way back to 1947, when the flying disc was spotted flying over Roswell, New Mexico. That year, the first official report of a flying saucer was filed by the FBI. In fact, the Dallas Field Office reported it on July 8th of 1947. Dallas was the nearest field office to the U.S. Army Air Base outside Roswell. The wreckage of the so-called flying saucer was described also as a flying disc, also as a high-altitude weather balloon, and ultimately as an unidentified flying object. Interestingly, and perhaps only coincidentally, the Central Intelligence Agency was born just over two months later, September 18, 1947. Also, coincidentally, perhaps, Roswell Army Airfield was one of the largest bases in the newly formed Strategic Air Command, that is, the U.S. Nuclear Strike Force. But we digress, and the next big lie was that of President Eisenhower in 1960. The Soviets shot down one of our U-2 spy planes on the 1st of May that year, and eventually, President Eisenhower was caught up in a public lie his administration tried to cover it up as a NASA high-altitude weather flight. A high-altitude weather flight. Does that sound familiar? But then came the news that the pilot, Gary Powers, had survived the crash, and the United States government had to fess up that it was a CIA surveillance mission over the Soviet Union. And Nikita Khrushchev mocked the American president for not being able to control his bureaucrats, in particular, the top officials of the CIA. That also sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? And still the lies fly, up to and including the lies of 51 Intel veterans who signed that infamous letter just before the 2020 election, which dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation, originating with more out-of-control bureaucrats and, of course, not coincidentally, the CIA. The Marxist stems and the deep state, the permanent bureaucracy, are now truly out of control. 
a power unto themselves, trying to frame first a candidate and then a president, trying to overthrow President Trump, and ultimately conspiring to cheat him of his re-election in 2020. Present through all of it, Senior Presidential Advisor Peter Navarro, President Trump's Director of Trade, and now a target of the January 6th Committee and the Biden Justice Department. Peter, treated outrageously by prosecutors and the FBI, charged with contempt of Congress for asserting presidential executive privilege. Peter, great to have you back with us, my friend. Welcome back to The Great America Show. Now, my brother Dobbs, we are trying to keep America great, or at least make make it great again, as the boss might say. Amen, brother. So that's out uphill work, as everybody knows. And right now, I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to start with where you stand with the uh, the radical Marxist Dems attempts to silence you uh, and attack you because you were the president's outstanding uh, uh, assistant to the president. Lou, interestingly enough, I have achieved a, a, my own unique place in history, okay? And here it is. I am the only senior White House advisor in the history of our entire republic to ever be charged with contempt of Congress. The only one. And there's a good reason for that, Lou. It's because of the, the policy of the Department of Justice itself going back 50 years they, says that people like me, alter egos of the president at the highest echelons of White House decision-making, um, can't be compelled to testify for, before Congress. Yet, um, the radical Dems, the, uh, the FBI that put me in leg irons, the Department of Injustice uh, that, that singled me out for prosecution, uh, the Biden White House, um, and the old Pelosi Congress all have basically surrounded me and, and saddled me already. You know, like, look, even if I win this, which I should because I'm on the right side of the law, uh, it's it's over a million dollars. Uh, so that's what they do. It's lawfare. It's the use of our legal system for political ends. And, and they target, they, you know, everybody, virtually everybody I serve with in the Trump White House um, is under some kind of investigation, subpoena, harassment by the Biden regime. I mean, think about that. Every single one of us, Meadows, Scavino, Cipollone, the White House Legal Counsel, Robert O'Brien, I mean, you name it, uh, you know, the subpoenas have been flying and, and sometimes the indictments. And that's just wrong. I mean, the weaponization of our justice system. And look, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the Republican Congress with its committee, we'll get to the bottom of that. But frankly, I'm, I'm not sanguine about that. Um, you know the problem, Lou. A lot of walk, a lot of talk, not a lot of walk. Yeah, it's it, it's a sad commentary. Uh, what you've shared with us is is both alarming and un you know unsurprising. Uh, if that isn't yeah. you know too contradictory. Because we yeah. have seen what is happening. I, I, and I have to, uh, you don't have to answer this, but 
Where are people raising a million dollars? How are they getting it? Uh, is it coming from Donald Trump? Is it coming from the Donald Trump campaign? Is it coming from the Republican National Committee? Uh, who is standing up for the, our people who serve this great president uh, honorably, effectively, uh, and historically uh, against what is a a flat-out barbaric uh, Marxist uh, assault uh, on this republic. Well, Lou, let me let me first point out in in lawfare again. The goal often isn't necessarily to get the conviction; it's to drain you mm-hmm. of funds. And so, every dollar that I have to raise from the deplorables from MAGA or through, for example, the Trump campaign is a dollar we won't be able to spend um, on the twenty twenty four presidential race. Okay. I've been fortunate so far. Um, I have a, uh, a legal defense fund. It's defendpeter.com. And it's on a really kind of interesting uh, website. It's this thing called Give, Send, Go, which is a Christian-based platform that will allow you to raise funds in small donations without harassment. A lot of these crowd uh, funding sources have turned out to be woke, progressive, left-wing. Yes. Like you try to raise some money on them, they steal it from you. But the Give, Send, Go, I can't. This guy runs is a guy named uh, Jacob Wells, just a, just a wonderful human being. And I've been able to raise um, over $200,000 on that so far, but you know, I've got a long way to go. So I keep keep working at defendpeter.com, and it's like, it's it's working, but my I want to kind of emphasize here in the game of lawfare, Lou. It's like when they make you spend that money and your time, uh, it's oh. it's money and time away from the mission, which is making America great again. Uh, the other thing I should tell you, Lou, it's like it's very interesting the lawyer pool, right? You need good lawyers, right? I'm fighting the, the biggest law firm in the world. Do you know that the Department of Injustice is the biggest? law firm in the world i mean they they, they throw more lawyers at me than, than than you could shake a stick at right yeah I, and, well, as a, as a, um, and, and on our side here's the point it's like um there's not a lot of lawyers who are willing to work for people like me right the white yeah. shoe guys the you know the bill bars uh the don mcgann's those guys in D.C. who, who you know, like the bread and butter with the Rhino Republicans and the corporates, they won't, they won't touch us. So it's like we're, we're all. I mean, we're. It's <laughs> if you even if you get the money, it's it's hard to find good legal talent. I'm blessed with um, with um, some really good legal representation, but I got lucky uh, doing my homework. You know, chance favors the prepared mind, but. It's just not a good situation. Well, it's also part of lawfare is that they have taken over big law. They are not yeah. only trying to bankrupt everyone that they charge or uh, or sue. They yeah. are, in point of fact, dividing the legal profession between the preponderance of the representation, which is Marxist left. And I mean Marxist yes. left in this country. Yes. Uh, the corporates, uh, as you called them, uh, the corporates through their HR departments initially and now throughout their line divisions, whether they're in finance, whether they're in manufacturing services, it doesn't matter. Uh, technology, 
uh, they are Marxist left. I'm not talking about left. I'm not talking about le progressive. I'm not talking about liberal. I'm talking about Marxist in their pol their politics, their activism. They are fully charged. And you're talking about the biggest law firm in the world being the Department of Justice. The, the I, I guess the law equivalent of iCloud is what they've done to every firm in the country. They are connected, they are bound, and they are committed yeah. to serving those corporate customers, which are, of course, the wealthiest and the, and the majority source of their income. It is, it's, it's stunning and terrible stuff. And, and you're right that the quality of representation is difficult, but uh, the Republicans have sat on their hands. They've watched this go on now for, what, 10 years and haven't responded. There isn't a law firm that I know of that's Republican that also has a portal into the FBI. That's because the FBI is corrupt, politically corrupt, to the bone. And now everybody, they've also got, what, four shows talking about uh, on television, <laughs> talking about what great people they are? I, I mean, I'm not buying it. The FBI is anti-American, and it's that simple. Your thoughts? Well, Lou, the day they put me in leg irons, uh, terrorized a loved one of mine at the airport, um, when none of that was necessary, um, was the day I finally, finally, finally uh, understood firsthand that the FBI is a, is a corrupt, partisan institution. And, yeah, I mean, it goes back... It goes back a long time to the, the culture of uh, J. Edgar Hoover, who used the FBI to investigate people on the right and the left. So I think, you know, whether it was Nixon or, or Kennedy or Martin Luther King or, or Bobby Kennedy, um, I mean, it's an inbred culture. And, and look, this weapon, I think the big picture here for your, for your listeners, Lou. Okay, wait a minute, wait, wait, Peter, 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 yeah. I, we're going to have a cliffhanger here. The big picture. Okay. Peter Navarro is going to share it with us on the other side of this commercial break. We're talking with Peter Navarro, former special assistant to the president, President Trump, and host of the all-new podcast, Taking Back Trump's America. Please stay with us for a quick message from our sponsors. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now. We're talking with former presidential assistant Peter Navarro. Uh, and you were talking big picture, Peter, just before we took our commercial break. Uh, tell us about Big picture. Well, look, the big picture, Lou, is that we've got a weaponized government 
And the FBI is like the tip of the spear for the Department of Injustice and the partisans on the Hill and now in the White House. And I think what's interesting about my situation and the parallels with Donald Trump, it's, it's kind of, I'm in kind of a very unique position with Donald Trump. You know, he's the first president in our history ever to be um, in, in, indicted criminally. Uh, and I'm the first senior advisor to ever be held in contempt of Congress. They, the FBI itself, unnecessarily did its you know, midnight raid, armed FBI agents at Mar-a-Lago. It was an assault on President Trump's property. Um, five, they sent five armed FBI agents after me at the airport when all I could have done was just give, give me a phone call and say, hey, you got a warrant, come on in. Uh, armed FBI agents, so, so we share that. And um, I, I think we can't have a country where we have a, a justice system that's broken down on partisan lines. And if you just compare it to what's going on in, in Pakistan or Nigeria or Brazil, it's not unlike what's happening here. You, know, you use, you know, as soon as you, you, as soon as you like defeat your rival, often by fraudulent means at the ballot box, then you try to make sure that they can't run again. Okay, and maybe you put them in prison, and that's what's going on now. And it's like my, you know, my mission. What I'm trying to do, Lou, is, is I fight that battle. Is I'm looking ahead. To twenty to twenty twenty four presidential election, and I figured out. Look, I'm canceled on Fox. Uh, I'm canceled on MSNBC. I'm canceled on CNN. I'm sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party, and I'm being prosecuted by the Biden White House. I mean, you can tell somebody's integrity by the enemies he has. I, you know, I got I got a lot of integrity based on who's who's out to get me, right? But but what I'm trying to do here is 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 to get Donald Trump and MAGA principles back in the White House and to take full control of Congress. And I figured out that the best way for me to do that is through the podcast, the Substack, and talking to folks like you, and then going on Newsmax and the War Room, uh, which welcomed me with open arms there to just get the message out. And and that leverages my skills. Uh, the best way in this cancel culture environment. It's a sad commentary that, I, that Fox, I mean, Fox News, I mean, you know, they cancel you, they cancel me. It's like they don't want to hear the truth about communist China. They don't want to hear the truth about election fraud. They didn't want to hear the truth about Tony Fauci because Big Pharma pays half their bills. And folks who speak truth to power are not really welcome there. And, I, you know, there's a lot of a lot of fraud going on. I mean, at least CNN, MSNBC, uh, wear, their, wear their, their Marxism on their sleeve. And we all know where they are coming from. Fox tries to hide behind that facade of conservatism when, when we all know it's just a bunch of bull. Well, I, as you might guess, I'm... I'm not too interested in talking about Fox, but then again, I'm also not too interested in arguing about it either. Uh, yeah. If you take my point, the, yeah, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about China. 
and, sure. and and you know the Justice Department has discovered that there are police stations uh, run by the <laughs> CCP in the United States, and yeah. they had the courage to uh, arrest two two people who were running yeah. a police yeah. station for the CCP yeah. in Chinatown in New York. Yeah. And and yeah. you're not going to believe this. I swear, Peter, they found another six police stations. Now, I wow, figure that yeah, means man. there must be 60 or 70 of them in the country. Uh, we've known about this for years. They haven't done anything about it. And this administration, the first thing it did upon uh, getting into office uh, by hook or crook, was to shut down the uh, enforcement task force against the CCP uh, in the United States. Uh, what do you make of it? One of the most surreal days I ever spent in my life was a day in New York City with a Chinese dissident, and we moved around in that city with three heavily armed guards in a a car which was fully up armored. And I was thinking to myself, boy, this dude, he's paranoid. Uh, but the more I learned about uh, how the Chinese Communist Party operates, on U.S. soil, effectively to rendition dissidents, uh, the more I understood that that his paranoia was legitimate concern. Now, take me. I'll take you over to the uh, the left coast, over to the University of California, Irvine, in Orange County, where I spent 25 years there, and we had just a lot of. Chinese students there, and most of them were sons and daughters of Communist Chinese Party members. You know, they're the they're the, the 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 ones that you know the 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 elites in their society. And every one of these universities that have large Chinese Communist students has a fate, effectively a jailer and an enforcer that makes sure that those kids do two things: one is that they don't get seduced by American Democrat, Democratic principles and culture, and two, that they keep their nose to the grindstone trying to steal as much information, including science and technology information, as they possibly can. And that's what we're up against. And look, Lou, you and I, you go, I think you probably predate me, on this whole thing. But you know, I go back to the trilogy I wrote on Communist China that started in 2006, Coming China Wars. And you could read that today and, and put a pub date of 2023. And you know, it's like it'd be what people are talking about today, which is a sad commentary. Because it's like we go for years and people know that China's stealing every stealing us blind, that they're that they're trying to buy our farmland, they're trying to buy our office buildings, they're trying to land near our military installations, well, flying you know, spy balloons, all this stuff, and we do nothing. We just talk Peter, about it. Peter, you've got to recognize progress when it's staring you right in the face. You're talking yeah, about them buying farmland. You're talking about them buying real estate. They're yeah. stealing $600 billion a year in intellectual property and technology yes. from the United States yes. every year and have been doing yes. it for 20 years. I think it's progress when they start actually paying for something. Don't you? <laughs> You've got to, you got to give them credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. All right. But, yeah. but the other part of that story is 
We've known for 30 years that they had front companies operating in the United States. We have known for 30 years that they had spies all over the place, uh, and we have done nothing about it. Now, you can, you can guess about why that's the case. You can try to investigate it, but the, the answer is always the same. That means there's corruption in our government, and there is corruption yes. throughout our corporate, uh, corporate America because, and Wall Street. Because there's no other way you can explain this. It's like it's the same way with the open border uh, with Mexico. You don't have a president walk into the office of the United States uh, in uh, the White House, order the the removal of the border patrol from that 2,000 mile border, without there being some alignment between the drug cartels that are shipping. Uh, illegal, deadly drugs, illegal immigrants uh, across that border, sex trafficking, and distributing it. There's pure alignment, and you know cartels have corrupted the northern side of that border just as well as they have the southern. Yes. So yes. We are, we're st it's staring us all in the face, and we want to believe something about, you know, rabbits and, uh, you know, uh, nice molasses and, uh, you know, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, popsicles. Uh, this is it's got nothing to do with, uh, you know, sugarcoating it. The fact is, uh, we have a nation that is corrupt and is on the verge of losing this republic because of the 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 absolute incompetence and the corruptance uh, that we have tolerated for so long. Lou, the communist Chinese, it's, it's, I think it, there's three main dynamics that go on. There's the honey pots, the money pots, and the naive day. Uh, I think Hunter Biden is, is kind of the poster child for both the honey pots and the money pots. You know, he well, you know what? Communist China. Yeah. You've done it again, Peter. You have arrived yeah. at a cliffhanger. And we're going to be right back, and we're going to t we're going to talk okay. honey pots and china pots and whatever other kind of pots we can think of <laughs> during this commercial break. Please, Bye, we're talking with Peter Navarro. Stay with us. This wonderful message from our wonderful sponsor. Here next, we'll be right back. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. We're back now talking with Peter Navarro, former special assistant to President Trump. You were talking about honeypots and somebody named Hunter Biden. I believe he's been under investigation for about six, seven years now. Uh, how's that going? 
Well, the honeypot money pot strategy of the Communist Chinese Party is to ensnare uh, people, not just Americans, it can be any foreigners that they want to extract secrets from or, or some kind of influence. And the honeypot is, you know, obviously like what they did with uh, Democrat Congressman Eric Swalwell in California. He's on the Intelligence Committee, and they they hooked him up with a with a, a Chinese hooker. Effectively, that's the honeypot. The monypot is, you know, that operates. You know, it's like they hire you to go do a big speech, or they invite you over to China to talk to a university, or they shower you somehow with money. And and they they in exchange for that it's quid pro quo. You the Americans give them secrets and cooperation and all of that. The naivete is the other way it it works. It doesn't work that way anymore. But when I first started doing this and writing my books, Lou, I'd go give these corporate speeches at these trade associations. And where these American manufacturers would have gone over with their blueprints to China and set up like factories over there thinking that they were going to ship their goods back to Walmart, make a bunch of money off the slave labor. And the next thing they know, and they tell me about it, uh, sometimes in tears, is that they went over there and, and the next thing they knew, the Chinese just took all their blueprints and made their own factories and cut them out of the whole deal. Peter, you know how dumb, how dumb corporate America is. Uh, They go over there because they want the cheap labor. They build their plants. They produce their factories. And I'm talking about Apple. I'm talking about Tesla. I'm talking about the creme de la creme of American uh, enterprise. And guess what? They know, they, 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 they they know 100%. That as soon as they step yeah. in there, that everything is being reverse engineered. They have just turned over their technology yep. and yep. their capacity yep. for innovation and production, and that within five years there will be competing yes. a Chinese exactly. company competing exactly. that is every bit as good as they are or yep. better. Yeah, and that or is better. how smart yeah. corporate America is. And the people that we've had in that White House for the last thirty years—it's uh, with the exception of the Trump administration. Uh, it, it is stunning to me to look at the witless nincompoops that we have put into the White House who did not understand the impact of what they're doing. The yeah. witless nincompoops who run corporate America get 400 times the average pay of their employees in that corporation, 400 times or more, yeah. and think they're yeah. big shots and geniuses. Meanwhile, they are destroying America, and those it's just insufferable what we permitted to grow up in this country. And then we have a group of people called libertarians in this country who don't want us to do anything you know, socially responsible or remotely rational in defending our, national, our nation, uh, assuring our national security. This is a country filled with conflicted uh, and absolutely incompetent uh, geopolitical thinkers uh, and, and by the way, uh, corporate leaders, especially corporate leaders. Your thoughts? I'll bet you. I'll bet you a lot of money. Back when you were in the day, had your show on TV. Well, it was only two years. Jeff, it was, Jeff it was only. On it was only. Show. Oh, you mean way? I bet back. you had GE. Jeff Emmel from from GE. Okay, GE to me 
is the is the worst and best example. Well, first of all, of I got to tell you, stupid this. Americans going over and ruining a company. You you lose on that. Wait, 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 wait a minute, time. Peter. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because yeah. I have to correct yeah. you. You lose your yeah. bet. I didn't put Jeffrey Emelt on my show. Oh, good. As a matter of fact, uh, that, but there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. I called him out. Did from GE. Good for yes, you. That's correct. And by the way, All right, my I've, been ripped, I've been ripped. <laughs> but to be clear, I've been blackballed by yeah. Republicans and I've been blackballed <laughs> by Democrats because yeah. the leadership, whether it's the Bush administration, the Obama yeah. or the Biden administration, yeah. What they're doing is just unconscionable to this country, and it's staring everybody in the face, and it always has been. Yep. We either protect our middle class, those who aspire to it, and make this a prosperous country that is united around our core values as a nation and a republic. Uh, and by the way, there's, there's room in there for God, too. Uh, the fact of the matter mm -hmm. is... Uh, Jeffrey Emelt and his like, he didn't know what to do. Uh, when Jack Welch left, uh, he was just an, the anointed one. And it found out, you know, it takes a little more than anointment to actually run a major industrial enterprise. I, I went I went head to head with that guy on the floor of the stock exchange when, when I was given a, given a talk at one of these big corporate gatherings, telling him, what an idiot he was. But I'll tell you what, that the living modern embodiment of Jeff Elmel today is Elon Musk and Tesla. Because Tesla is like one Xi Jinping decision away from being flushed down the friggin' toilet. And Elon Musk is nothing but a useful idiot and puppet for the Chinese Communist Party because he doesn't dare what about anything bad. What about Tim Cook and Apple? I, I, yeah, well, come on. They're the longest-running Chinese Communist Party show. What about uh, Ballmer uh, when he was running Microsoft and Gates? I mean, they're the ones, Microsoft's running, like, labs over in communist China to help them do artificial intelligence to create drone armies to destroy the American military. I mean, hey, look, Lou, I mean— Hi, when, so, so when are we going to wake up? That's the question. Okay, when, when, when you people, and I have been trying to people, get people when, when people up, like it ain't you, happening. When people like you and me start talking to folks that are, who will listen, uh, you know, yeah. there are there are not many people who are talking about these issues because they're going to lose their contracts, their uh, their businesses, whatever, if they actually yeah. speak truth. Because one way or another, yeah. it always goes back to China. For example, if you and I were in the uh, in the big pharma business, not likely we'd be saying much about Xi Jinping and the PLA and the CCP because 97%, 97% of our pharmaceutical uh, ingredients uh, as well as drugs come into this country from either India or China. Yeah. And, it's, and yeah. we are so dependent. I mean, a, a figure of about 40% of this country is China dependent just based on drugs alone, and I'm just talking about the legal ones. Well, I did do uh, I did uh, draft and got signed an executive order uh, to onshore our pharmaceutical production. President Trump signed that thing, and Biden, of course, uh, undid it. Um, but I mean, <laughs> if the pandemic taught us anything, it's like we're far too dependent on China in particular and foreign sources in general for our medical needs. I mean, it's just one more area 
Well, so let me. Uh, where? Go ahead. I, I know that you were in charge of the Defense Production Act, and, and you did so. That's a stopgap measure. It was necessary in an emergency, uh, and, yeah. and you did a terrific job. But here's the reality. When people talk about a supply chain, I can tell you right now, there's only one. They, they've just supplanted some language again. Supply chain equals arbitrage. Arbitrage for cheaper labor. Arbitrage to avoid environmental requirements that we have in this country. Arbitrage to avoid uh, issues of, uh, of expertise uh, that we don't have. We're talking about a world that sends its, its young people here to be educated. And I look around and I say, well, why the hell aren't Americans sitting in those chairs in uh, throughout uh, uh, yeah. higher education academia. And the reason is the Chinese are sending us a population of 1.4 billion people. Uh, they are sending us their smartest and their best, and they're filling up those universities. Uh, I'd take a, you know, a great point. Lower. And not just the students, Lou, the faculty as well. I mean, you come in and you got, you've got a lot of the business school, particularly like the finance departments, controlled by uh, Chinese uh, business, here in America. Uh, you know, a chair, you're talking about a chairmanship of a, a business school. Uh, is that what you're talking about? Deanship. No, I've got like, okay, so the way it works is. I know how it works. I know how it works. I'm trying to find school, out which schools. You have like a finance faculty, right? Right. And so you, you get a few um, Chinese in on the faculty and then when they recruit the next one it's another chinese and pretty soon uh the finance department is dominated by uh by uh the chinese and, and you, you know and, you, you just i mean it's not just the students that and, and when you say point. chinese you're talking about chinese nationals correct yes yes okay. and that yes. is that is the problem uh, the fact that we are outsourcing our jobs for, uh, for I, you know, I laugh because of the, it's absurd. We are outsourcing yeah. our jobs offshore. Ford Motor is building a damn plant just across the border in Mexico right now. People are going to be driving Ford vehicles that are built in Mexico rather than the United States. And you want to know why? They have it easier on environmental regulations. They have it easier yeah. on labor costs and labor conditions. Uh, and, and, and we've got to say, I mean, I'm, I have to say, I am thrilled to see Americans stand up about Anheuser-Busch. I'm just thrilled about it because it shows there's, there is that spark of life in patriots that said, you know, I'm not going to take this crap anymore. And by golly, if we can get that, keep that going, uh, it'll be wonderful, uh, because corporate America Every day is running, you know, the voice of America are those commercials everybody sees every, uh, you know, in every sporting event, their favorite sitcom, whatever it may be, on television. And they are yeah. portraying the American family as a bunch of idiots. They are putting on uh, woke nonsense that is pure crap. Uh, and nobody has the guts to say it because they're going to get in trouble with their HR department. Diversity is our strength. <laughs> yeah. Diversity isn't yeah. our strength. Diversity is the result of our strength. And people have to understand it. You've got to understand math. You've got to read, write, and do arithmetic. Educate yourselves and your children and make this a better country. And, and, and don't listen to this woke nonsense because they're talking nonsense. Diversity is our strength. 
That diversity is the result of our strength as a great nation and a great people. But they want to run you down. And so they want you to think that diversity is the strength. It's our way of life that is our strength. Peter Navarro, we always give our guests the last word. This is your opportunity for your concluding thoughts. Thanks for being with us, brother. Lou, it's, it's always a pleasure. My mission simply um, is to be a, a cog in the wheel to take back Trump's America. Trump's America is a place uh, where God, country, and family rule and the uh, iron MAGA triangle of secure borders, a strong American manufacturing base, and an end to endless wars. Um, and I'm, I'm doing it through the podcast, the Substack at PeterNavarro.substack.com. And uh, my mission is to put uh, Trump and Trumpism back in the White House, uh, the Congress, uh, and the Injustice Department. And uh, we'll just keep pushing, Lou, and something eventually uh, will either prevail or the Chinese communists will take over this country. But uh, I'm betting on the former. Well, I'm, I'm betting on you and uh, millions of patriots like you. Uh, to make it work, because we've got to take this country back. That means, by the way, that we've got to make certain, uh, you've got to make certain, because of your proximity to the president day in and day out. Man, let's get organization around him. I'm, you know, you've got to have a, he's got to have a campaign organization, but let's be presumptuous. Let's make sure we've got an administrative organization around him ready to take control of this government and get it back uh, on track as soon as uh, he walks through the door uh, to begin his term as the 47th president of the United States. Peter Navarro, you're a great American. I thank you so much. Great talking with you. Come back soon, my friend. All right, back at you, Lou. Lou Dobbs, the inimitable Lou Dobbs. Peter Navarro, out. Thanks, Peter Navarro. A great American. Here tomorrow, the latest on the congressional investigations into Joe Biden, his son Hunter, and what are now other Biden family members who are in some ways connected to the Biden influence peddling racket. Our guest will be Congressman Jim Jordan, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee and the House Government Weaponization Subcommittee, and what they found so far in their investigation of the Biden regime. Please join us here tomorrow. Till then, thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.